Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax. Anything that's going on or troubling or even taking your attention, let it just fall away. And just remember, you don't have to talk God into being with you or hearing you or being aware of what your situation is. He not only knows everything that goes on in your life, he is the author of it. He is in control of your circumstances. A lot of times we think, okay, well, if he was in control, everything would be going better than it is, or this wouldn't have happened, or I wouldn't have done that, made that mistake, or said that wrong thing. God is not after perfect people. His his goal for us here on this earth is not to perfect us or the world. Iron sharpens iron. We're in the process of making sparks fly. We are that clay on the potter's wheel where he is shaping us. We don't even know what it's going to look like, but he uses pressure and time and both his right hand and his left, good things and bad, positive, negative, our strengths and our weaknesses. For his purpose, which is to bring us into unity, spirit, soul, and body. That's his job. That's what he's doing. Our job is to do what we can to learn to live and move and have our being as spirit beings. We are a spirit, we have a soul, we live in a body. We are far more aware of what it means to live in a body than either having a soul and being, having our nature be spirit. We live so much in the lowest common denominator of who and what we are, our bodies, our natural existence we are confused about what is real what is eternal what is life fortunately god draws us he lights our path one footfall at a time and as we lift our foot and start to bring it down he guides our foot, so it comes down where he wants us, wants that foot to come down. Now, a lot of times, again, we get caught up in having made mistakes, and we all make mistakes. But there's an assurance that there's no mistake that you can make that will blow up God's plans for you. 
If it was that important, he would not have let you make that mistake. Now, sometimes things we do, the consequences are tremendous. Sometimes we do things that we lose everything and everyone. But even that loss is part of his plan. Not so that we can minister to others or be healed in that area or be able to speak to those that we're now in prison with, but for his purpose in changing our soul, freeing our soul to be joined to our spirit. The ramifications, the long-term, the long-end goal He's willing to do whatever it takes. And we want to recognize that he has that right. He is our creator. He is our God. He knows what's best for us. He loves us. And even though the path is often difficult and confusing, and sometimes we miss the path, he doesn't. He leads us and guides us even when we don't even realize he's doing it. You know, and that's part of our problem is we think we have to know what it is he's doing in order for us to be taking the right, making the right decisions. But he guides us. He leads us for his purposes. We don't, most often we don't know that we're even being led. We find ourselves in certain circumstances, in certain situations. A lot of times we don't even reflect back and think, wow, I really missed a big one there. You know, I'm so glad I didn't take that job. It went under within two months of of me turning down that position. We don't even think to look back or being married to someone, or moving somewhere. We've, we just make a decision often without even realizing we've made the decision God wants us to, simply because he leads us the way he chooses, the way he wants. He reveals himself on his own terms. But there are things, while he's healing us and changing us and and restoring our soul, there are things we can participate in that he wants us to be engaged in. He wants us to be yoked and joined with what he's doing. Not that we can do it, but that we can join him in the process. And that has to do with the nature of our soul. Just uh, again, just a quick recap, our our body functions in the natural realm. Our spirit functions in the spiritual realm. Our soul functions in the solical realm. And the solical realm is part of the supernatural realm. There's other 
creatures, if you will, that that also function in the supernatural realm, like demons and angels and different kinds of other supernatural creatures, beings. I don't know, maybe there's ghosts, I don't know. But different kinds of angels, there's messengers, there's teachers, there's healing angels, there's different kinds of beings. And even on the negative side, we won't go through, you know, we're not going to spend a lot of time, but there's different kinds of beings on the supernatural realm besides those of us who have a soul. Now, I don't know if angels, for instance, or demons have souls. I don't think so. But they have qualities and characteristics that function in the supernatural realm. Now, when we limit our understanding and relationship with God to what we believe that excludes the supernatural realm, we are limiting our relationship with God. When we deny, for instance, the existence of of a spiritual realm, when we deny the existence of the and the function of the supernatural realm, we deny God's ability to do anything beyond our own understanding. Now, I don't understand the spiritual realm, and I don't understand everything about the supernatural realm, just as I don't understand everything about the natural realm. Now, there's a lot of things I do understand. I've had some physics. I understand how the senses work. I understand a little bit about biology and time and physical science. I understand a little bit about how things function in the natural realm. But I'm certainly not an expert. I only know a certain amount of what there information is out there and what what you can only learn by experience. But I feel comfortable learning about it. For instance, if I wanted to learn how to snow ski, I'd know how to go about doing that. If I wanted to learn about outer space, how to how to travel in space, I could I know how to learn how to do that. I may not ever do it, but I know how to learn it. I have the confidence that the resources are accessible. And if I choose to, I can access those resources and discover what I want to learn about the natural realm. Likewise, when something goes wrong in the physical realm, I bang my thumb with a a hammer, for instance. I know what causes that pain. And I know if I need to go to the emergency room or not. I know certain things, and I have confidence based on experience and based on, through that experience, knowing what my resources are. I have confidence that I can get the information and the experience that I want or need as I choose. And I think that's what 
God is encouraging us to build in the supernatural realm that confidence that as we choose, as he directs and gives us a thirst and a hunger and leads us, that just as we have confidence in how the natural realm works, we can also have confidence that we know how the supernatural realm works. Not just the solical, not just how our soul functions, our mind, our will, and our emotions. We're not talking about our brain or our five senses. Those are all physical. We're talking about our temperament, our character, the things that are about our soul that make it different from one another. The wounds we have, God wants to heal. The lies that we believe, he wants to speak truth to. And the most we can, we can't decide, God, you need to deal with this. Now, very often we run from what he's dealing with. But we can join, or at least not be resisting to him, resistant to him, by accepting that we can learn about the solical realm, the supernatural realm. Now, these are just terms we use. By us calling something a natural realm or a solical or a supernatural realm or a spiritual realm doesn't make them real. They're real anyway. And we are trying to use phrases and words that are understandable and relatable so that we can have something to start with. And that's all we're doing is we're starting a journey to, to gain that confidence so we can explore what wonderful marvels God has for us. Most of us enjoy living our bodies breathing and eating and seeing. We enjoy the life that our natural body experiences on a day-to-day basis. We may have a more limited understanding or awareness of our enjoyment in the supernatural, solical realm of our existence we all enjoy being happy well that's part of your soul we enjoy the strengths of our soul for instance if you're you might be a more emotional person you probably enjoy experiencing deep emotions or if you're a different kind you may enjoy being productive reaching your goals or you might be a, a people person or getting attention. The aspects of your soul that are your strengths, you probably enjoy when those strengths are either utilized or recognized. That's normal. That's the way God created that aspect of our soulical nature. It functions in a certain way. But there are restrictions And those restrictions are generally because our soul has worked so hard to do things its own way rather than 
according to spirit. Now, spirit, the spiritual realm, the way God functions is so different from our understanding. Eye has not seen or ear heard what God has in store for us, for those who wait for him and for those who love him. We can't comprehend in our soul what waits for us in our spirit. And this is where we have a challenge of the whole combining the two. And so we come up with terms and mysteries and experiences that we, with our limited knowledge and understanding, try to draw conclusions from. This is where we, we've been ending up talking about the, for instance, baptism of the Holy Spirit or anything about the Holy Spirit, how, he, how the Spirit relates to us. Well, really, those are supernatural aspects. We are having a discussion about the supernatural not about the spiritual. Now, this is hard because throughout scriptures, the way it's presented, we have drawn conclusions through translations, through doctrines, through even experience. And we misinterpret, misapply and try to draw conclusions when we have only limited information. So for our purposes, we talk about baptism in the Holy Spirit or with the Holy Spirit in very broad terms. The bottom line being that God is faithful, God loves you. Our only task is to ask him to give us whatever we need, whatever he wants to give us, we're open to, we're available to receive unconditionally what he wants to give us unconditionally. And that includes an experience with spirit or with the supernatural. We don't have to understand. We don't want to wait till everything's clear to be able to receive and accept what God wants to give. This is one of the reasons we have so many denominations is people try to draw conclusions when we don't have all the information. God doesn't want us to have all the information. He doesn't want us to draw conclusions. We are using a finite brain and a finite mind to discover an infinite wisdom, drawing us with that wisdom. He's giving us a taste, taste and see that the Lord is good by experience. But try to describe what you're tasting to someone who's never experienced what you're tasting, you know, um, chocolate chip ice cream, um, an apple. How do you describe what that tastes like? You can 
beat around the bush. You can do like, it's like this, it's like that. But until a person experiences it for himself, it's only going to be a shadow. It's only going to be, it's like. But God, just as we here on this life experience we're all we're all on our path day by day we experience a natural life we get up in the morning we our body gets tired we eat we do different things we don't think anything of it well at the same time that's going on our soul is having experiences and encounters in the supernatural realm that we're not even aware of Just as in the spiritual realm, again, God is right with you right now, spiritually speaking. And your spirit has who you truly are. Your spirit has all the answers to all the questions. Your spirit knows your past, your present, and your future. But because we are so limited in the areas we have control over. Stepping out and being open to God making, expanding our understanding so we will have confidence to, to learn to live in the supernatural realm, in the, in the soulful realm. We can't even start to begin with the spiritual realm where God is right now. He, and he's not off on another planet or another dimension. He created the other planets and the other dimensions. We can't comprehend who and what God is if we can't even comprehend what the supernatural is. So as we start asking him, really that's what we're talking about is making ourselves available. So over time, there's been these discussions about, you know, in in the scriptures, in the records, how important it was to wait for the Holy Spirit. And that there is an impartation, there's a change that takes place when we encounter the Holy Spirit. Now, we've talked before about the Holy Spirit is not separate from the Son. He's not separate from the Father. They always travel together. So we're really just talking about a certain aspect of God. So when we're talking about a baptism or an immersion of the Holy Spirit, we're talking about an encounter with God. And let's be that simple. We don't need to clarify or or distinguish one kind of encounter with another kind of encounter. Simply ask for an encounter with God. God, whatever you want for me, I want it to. I'm available for however you want to reveal yourself, express yourself to me. I want it. Don't let me miss whatever you have for me. And that right there makes us open to whatever God wants. And it changes our our soul from being in control in that area. Because, again, that's, that's our soul's problem. Our, 
our soul has a soul control, like self-control problem, too much, too much in control, rather than letting spirit control. Your spirit is there to meet all your soul's needs, but your soul wants to do it on its own, and God won't let it. Now, he doesn't hold it against you because you didn't have any options, but he's not going to let us live as if we don't have options now, because you do. God is your option, and he's making himself known to you. So as we talk about baptisms and what the Holy Spirit is doing and gifts and ministries and, and fruit, all we're talking about is the impact that encountering God has on our soul. Sometimes an encounter with God will also have an impact on our body, like healing or refreshing and encouragement. But it's very much so on our soul, freeing, healing, encouraging, restoring our soul to its right relationship with our spirit. So when we talk about infillings, immersions, and baptisms, we're not just talking about, okay, we encounter God once, for instance, at salvation, and that's it. It's like, no. Throughout the rest of your life, hopefully, be open to the Lord revealing himself, having an encounter, something that you don't need to go, oh, I think I I once knew God. He did this in my life, and so now you're going to ride that for the rest of your life. No. He's with you always. He's in you always, and you are in the kingdom. Always. You have all the eternal life right now that you're ever going to get. So our our goal is not to understand, but to be available. And for a lot of us to be available to what God wants to do in the supernatural realm, we need to put aside and relax and just let God reveal by experience, not just knowledge or information, but let him be the God. Let him teach you and give to you what you need to be able to have confidence that you're involved in the supernatural realm in the way he wants you. He's leading you not through not only through your natural life, but also through your supernatural life. Now, the Lord has a specific relationship for each of us, and it is best to let him reveal himself as he chooses. How he's speaking to me is going to be different than how he's revealing himself to you. So the best approach to learning about these encounters, the baptism, is the same as for knowing the Lord. We simply ask. And you can just, don't worry about is it the right way. If you if you like the whole concept of, of what you've been taught about baptism, you can ask him, Lord, do you want me to be baptized in your spirit? 
I'm willing. I'll, I'd like that. If you want to do that, go for it right now. Or if you just want to say, Lord, is that you? Lord, is there anything you want to do? Whatever you choose, Lord, whatever you want to do, I'm open to it now or at any time. There's no right way to approach God about this. The Lord is not nearly as concerned about asking him the right way as we are. It is his nature to give good things to his sons, to you. He wants to give you his love. He wants to give you good things. He wants you to have confidence and boldness and experience the true nature that he created you, that he gave you, your spirit. And he wants you to enjoy the process. And part of that will be change. Change is hard. We don't like it. Change takes things out of our control. Change is scary, but you're going to have to. God will not let you be stagnant. He loves you too much. He has an end goal for you that you will be whole and complete and entire in him, spirit, soul, and body. That his love will fill you top to bottom, inside and out, spirit, soul, and body. It will be, his end for you will be well-pleasing and well-worth everything that goes before. Because everything goes before, that goes before contributes to his own end goal for you. So be encouraged. Ask the Lord, Lord, whatever you want for me, I want it. Whenever you want it for me, it's fine with me. But I'm available. I want to be heading in the right direction that you have for me. Don't let me miss you. And just have the confidence that Whatever he has for you, he will. Now, this comes back to making sure you're spending time with him. And if you need to go back and to listen to some of our other messages on that, do that. We've also got the, the book resources on, on at therainersclub.org. But do whatever is necessary till you first have confidence that you're hearing him for you. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night.